0: Good morning and welcome to Article 23, the podcast all about making work, work. Given we usually talk about work or we talk to experts who also talk about work, (laughs) then this is a really special series of podcasts and we're going to be talking to and interviewing members of the MOI team and asking them or us all about our own thoughts on leadership, work, culture and themselves so that you get to know us a little bit more. And uh, I think... Just sort of thinking of it as um, up close and personal with the Moi team. And today on that note, I am delighted to have Suzanne Gravilevich
1: with us. Welcome, Suzanne. (laughs) Hello, Rhonda. I'm very happy to be here, as usual.
0: Yeah, it's delightful. Uh, You and I have to stop laughing because we usually end up laughing a lot when we have a conversation. We do. But maybe that's not a bad thing either. (laughs) So I'm going to start with a little bit of your background, if that's okay. Okay. So your background is what i would call deep expertise in h r i r e r and for those of people who don't work in all those acronyms <laughs> human resources industrial relations employee relations and you've done executive roles in those fields not only here in australia but also across in london and uh, you've got an amazing ability to have this calm in the middle of any storm. So, when everyone's, oh, the laws change, all that's changed. Suzanne is always the voice of, I got this, you just do this. Right. <laughs> How's that for a summary of your CV? Is there anything that I've missed that you think we should
1: know? No, look, I think that's great. Um... And yes, people have told me that I come across as very calm, which is great to hear. Um, It doesn't feel that way on the inside, but I'm glad that it comes out that way on the outside.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It certainly does. I think you're the calmest person I've ever worked with. You just doesn't matter what's on fire. You're like, hmm, this is challenging. Let's do this. (laughs) So let's start with some questions about you. Let's get right into it. So, As we always do in WA, describe yourself in three words.
1: And you know, this was one of the hardest things that I did when I started at one. Just three words, okay? It's really hard. So, my my three words are all rounder, and uh, I use that because I've switched around in my career between HR and the business, between being the leader and being part of the team. Um, and I can do all those things, so I see myself as being very versatile. Yeah. Um, so, and and whenever you do one of those personality tests, I'm always in the middle. So, you know, between extrovert and introvert, I'm kind of in the middle. Between thinker and feeler, I'm kind of in the middle. Um, So I see myself in that space. Um, That's the all-rounder space. And I'm a doer, so I like to jump in and get started on things. Uh, Sometimes I I have to remind myself that we need a plan because that's not my natural place where I start so it's good that you you're the planner Rhonda because that uh, keeps me in control.
0: I do like a plan but I like people who do
1: things too not just a plan. Right Uh, and in contrast to get to that I guess I'm also a thinker and problem solver so I love puzzles that are challenging like cryptic crosswords and games where you've got to find solutions before you can move to the next level and I like to fix things so that's that kind of comes out in my career where I've been um, often dealing with people who are trying to fix some kind of problem, and i I really enjoy that space.
0: yeah, I think they're really good words for you like they're things that they make perfect sense that's exactly how I know you too. The only thing that's not in those three words, which I think is one of those things that's somewhere in you that's amazing is you've also got this artistic streak and you are the most phenomenal photographer. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Yes, I do like I do like to get behind a camera. <laughs> They're beautiful photos. Thank you. I do, I do enjoy that.
0: So what's your big ambition? If you could do anything at all in your working life, yep. uh, what would you love to achieve?
1: Well, it's an interesting question. And I can be quite intellectual at times. So I love ideas and insights, but I also love seeing others grow. So seeing those ideas come to life and others succeeding using your ideas, um, that's something I really love. And in my career, it's so often been helping people deal with tricky situations with people. So um, I'd really like to be able to make those interventions before the tricky situations happen. So if you know your people really well and you've built trusting relationships, then you're less likely to end up in dispute um, and and being here at Mike gives me that opportunity. Um, it's about showing others how to put their arms around the concept of culture and setting up their working environment in a way that builds the team and prevents future problems.
0: Sounds like a good plan. So, really, your ambition is for other people to grow, which is very lovely, isn't it? It's like a really nice ambition if you get the great joy out of your work from doing that. It, actually- absolutely. Makes you a really cool person to be around too. Thank you. (laughs) So beside that, having had the experience that you've had and you've worked with, you know, CEOs and really senior leaders for a lot of your career as a senior leader yourself, what do you think makes a great leader? What's the really big lessons that you've learned about what great leadership looks like when it's (sighs) up close and personal?
1: And it's so many things, isn't it? So having passion and a vision and being able to communicate that really well in a way that inspires other people is, is a, a hallmark of great leaders. Yep. But, but then letting people get on with their best work in pursuit of that vision. So to do that, you have to really know your people and trust them and lift them up. So someone who gets joy from seeing others achieve, I think that's a great leader. Um, and if you are that leader then you're confident in your people, which builds their confidence. And you don't feel you've got to have all the answers. You, and you can do anything, you've got confidence to do anything because you know your team can do it, your team can work it out. Um, that's what gives you the confidence. And that's all very positive, but great leaders also have to be able to make tough decisions. So when someone's not right for them, they have to be able to call that and move that person on in a way that keeps them whole. And there's a really art to doing that. Um, and it just comes from having a basic humanity about how you treat people.
0: Yeah, that's, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because I know there's so many courses of, you know, how do you have a tough conversation? How do you have fierce conversation? How do you have, I don't know, weather-beaten conversation, whatever it is. Yeah. And, and the reality is, if you have a really great relationship, then how do you have an honest conversation is probably the most important thing you learn how to do. That's right. I think you're also good at doing that and coaching that too. And if
1: you're moving someone on, it's for their benefit as well as yours. And I think that's, that's one of the things, that's one of the places you have to come from.
0: Yeah. Not making, yeah,
1: it's, it's better for them to be somewhere they
0: also can thrive. I think that's a really good lesson. It takes a little minute to learn that early in your career, doesn't it? Then when (laughs) you get it, you go, actually, we're torturing this poor person.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now, topical question. Yes. Um, we've all sort of going through this COVID-19 um, experience and all over the world. Um, do you think it will slow down, you know, based on all the lessons and craziness that's going on, will it slow down or speed up our progress in creating a better future of work? What's
1: your thoughts? It's a really interesting question. I think we've made such progress on remote working in such a short time. Yeah. Um, I have to say it's going to speed things up. Um I think people who were reluctant to try a new way of working have had no choice, but to jump in. Um, And what they found, you know, people can work from home and be just as productive as in the office. And those managers who, who were reluctant to let go of their, you know, visual oversight of what's going on have had to learn how to do that. Um, And some people love it. Some people are missing each other. But everyone is now thinking about how work should be, which has to have some impact. Um, yeah. We've all we've all gotten to know each other that little bit more, um, you know, with glimpses into each other's homes and pets and kids, and um, and that's built a little bit more intimacy into our working relationships, um, right. which is a, it, it's a great basis for having these conversations. Um, and I think so many people are also talking about the impact on people's well-being and particularly uh, mental well-being on our productivity. And lots of organisations have started taking this seriously and, and taking some responsibility for helping their people with this. Because, you know, a, a lot of organisations have had their head in the sand in that space for a while. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and I just think with so many people talking about how work should work and thinking about it, there's bound to be some good ideas that come from that.
0: Have you said anything specific that you think, oh, that's actually a good thing, we should hang on to that? I think your ideas of intimacy and getting to know each other, I think that's really awesome. Yep, absolutely. Anything specific you thought, oh, that's a good thing?
1: I think um, taking the time out you know understanding which pieces of work are best done uh maybe out of the office and working from home um Mm -hmm. and and the flexibility to say i need to work from home today for whatever reason i think we should absolutely keep that Mm -hmm. um and with less um I don't know, less baggage around it. Like in the past, people may have felt uncomfortable asking to work from home and I think some of that discomfort's gone. So I think we should keep that. Yeah, absolutely. We should keep that. And certainly managers have had to grow in order to manage in this environment and that's, that's a great thing we should hang on to. Um, and the, just the increased conversation between people you know, the increased how are you going, how are you feeling, how are you coping with this? I don't know that we've always taken the time to ask all those questions um, and we should definitely hang on to that.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Um, Back to you personally, leaving
1: you behind.
0: Um, (laughs) What's the piece of work that you're most proud of doing or excited about doing now? Like in your career, what's the
1: one where you go, that piece of work was bloody awesome? (laughs) I think... um, Capturing some of the opportunity that's come from this experience of forced change, um, that's exciting to me. And, and understanding how people have adapted, what are the things we want to keep and nurture from this experience, so that's going back to the previous question, I guess, but thinking about that is, is exciting. And people have had to pivot and change overnight. Um, the importance of relationships and communications has really been highlighted. Knowing each other individually and people's particular st- circumstances—that's been highlighted. Um, capturing some of that and using it to improve the working environment—I think that's a really exciting opportunity for right now. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, you've done some—you've done some massive projects in your life too, haven't you? I mean, when I think about the projects that you've been on or led, you're going, "Oh my god, yes. that's so enormous!" Yes, you know, it's. So it's funny that if all of that enormity of big project work or big transformation work, that one of the things you really love, and I think it's indicative of who you are, is the right here, right now, how can we do it better? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) When you talked about that pragmatism, it's sort of like that. Yeah, 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 that was all yesterday, that good good stuff. But this (laughs) stuff right now, this is what I got. So I think that's, you've got a sense of, it's almost like a kid. You're sort of excited about what's possible all the time, which is lovely.
1: Absolutely. And look, oops, sorry, sorry. Go, looking back on some of those big pieces of, um, of project work, one of the biggest ones I was involved with um, in, in the bank I worked for was the uh, branch of the future work. And Looking at that was um, thinking about, well, what's the role of people in the branch network once everyone does all of their transactions online and everything moves to online and look at how that's been accelerated through this process. Yeah. So, you know, people were online already in, in the banking world, but, wow, uh, there's a lot of people who've moved. In so this. a
0: decade ago, you could have done that project and told us exactly how now it would work out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It <laughs> took a while to get there, but we're here now. <laughs> Any right. final thoughts from you, Suzanne?
1: Look, I think it's been a really challenging time with all of our lives turned upside down. Um, But there's a whole world of opportunity that could come out of this. So let's take the time to really talk to each other and include people in your ideas. So, of course, everyone's got ideas at the moment. Everyone who's been working from home is talking about it. Um, Include their ideas in how to reshape work so it works for everyone going forward.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, thank you very, very much for that, for those answers. Typical of Suzanne Gravilovich is this way of just summarising things into a couple of sentences going, yep, yeah, that's it. <laughs> just do this. And it's all good and sort of laugh. And it's, it's just, a, it's, it's delightfully optimistic and delightfully possible. You just make things very practical. Um, I can say personally from my experience with you, it's just such a pleasure to work with you. You're just such a great voice of, calm and reason but also a great voice of humour, which is just such a pleasure to be around. Um, There was also, if I can do a little bit of a mini ad for you, you have done a number of interviews and articles and things at the moment based on your expertise of moving people around, changing workplaces and what that will mean as we go forward. So for those of you who are following Suzanne's writings and interviews and things, there's a few really good ones coming up, um, both inside our community but also outside in the public arena Um, and there's some really good advice on how to do that in a practical way. Um, And if you'd like to keep in touch with Suzanne or any of the team as we go through this, uh, the rest of the Moi team, and you'd like to see our newsletter, jump on our newsletter or better still become a member of our community as a subscriber, which has a whole bunch of other things (laughs) attached to it, which are really (laughs) cool. Um, And that is a big Moi from us. Thank
1: you so much, Suzanne. Thank you. Great opportunity.